0: I'm Joan Hogan, and I'd like to welcome all of you to our Prairie Dock radio program. We're excited because we have Carrie Hagberg with us today, and most of you who are regular listeners know how much fun it is to have Carrie with us. She's often done the show when I was gone, which I really appreciate, but this time we have Carrie, who is retired. Nurse practitioner, right? Uh, Right. Right, Uh nurse practitioner from the Avira Medical Group Brookings. And along with Carrie is our own Dr. Rick Holm, who is our prairie doc. He's in the studio, and he's ready to answer any of your questions of a medical nature. If he's not right, Carrie will correct him. You realize, (laughs) I cannot, because I have no medical background. So he loves having me here, because I never correct him. Whatever he says, yeah, yeah, you must be right. But Carrie can Uh, let him uh, know that maybe he's not right in one or two questions. But now you have to remember that
1: I've retired. And so I don't keep up with everything. So whatever he says is golden.
2: Oh, oh, yeah. oh <laughs> so nobody's awful. gonna correct you, Rick. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Welcome to the program, both of you.
2: Well, Terry, thank, thank you. I was just thinking how many years we worked together, fifteen years or something like that? Fifteen
1: or seventeen. I was 17. always gonna go back and look up some dates and you figured out by the ages of your kids. You know, we yeah. started working <laughs> together when the kids were this age and we
2: <laughs> Yeah. So I mean uh doing internal medicine, making rounds at the hospital, you know, doing all those things, the mm. emergency rooms. Mm the years of stuff that's kinda changing now.
1: Yes, a lot of changes every time I go through there.
2: Oh yeah, and there's ah. gonna be a, a renewing of the, of the, uh, the uh, bu- the building of the, the clinic. And so, and now our surgeons are at the hospital clinic.
1: Yeah, I was over there and saw my provider the other day, Sherry Trudeau, and beautiful facilities there. Um, lab is right there, it's convenient. Um, I, I missed not going to the clinic to see my old friends there, you yeah. know.
2: <laughs> well, it's just a clinic at a different place. Uh, yeah. yeah so, correct. and, and uh, you know, the, 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 the um, hospital is making some major changes, and uh, we will see uh, a brand-new hospital uh, in action, and the old hospital will be turned into other functions. You know, it's, it's not going to be lost. I mean, there's going to be who knows what. Uh, will be coming up in those places. Um, There's all sorts of theory about, um, but I don't know if it's completely defined for sure what the old circles uh, will turn into, but they will be used. The old OBGYN will be used. We have a whole new uh, OBGYN surgical center uh, medical floor, the whole nine yards is all going to be in a different place.
0: You know, I, I didn't ha- realize that. I thought that you were just adding two, but you're really yeah. renovating everything there at the oh, yeah. hospital. That'd the
2: operating room is cutting edge. Operating room. Wow. Uh, we'll be tied really close to the emergency room. The, sca- the cat. The MRI scanner will be indoors instead of having to walk across to a, a d- different building. You know, um, and uh, there's you know it's it's going to be an up to date version that will take us. Uh, well into this century, and, uh, and so I, I think it's appropriate in as much as you don't know what finances are going to do in the next uh, 10 years, uh, there's going to be a lot of changes.
0: Well, it's remarkable, and that's going to take us into the next century. I think I'll take us into the next break.
2: Oh, <laughs> all right. what a segue. What a wow. segue.
0: But wow. I did want to mention to anyone, you know, we have a wealth of knowledge here, medical knowledge. And if you have a question, 692-1430 is the number. Give us a call during this break, and we'd be glad to discuss any issue of concern to you. Welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. I'm Joan Hogan here with both Carrie Higberg and Dr. Rick Holmes Ready to discuss medical issues but before we get to other medical issues, I know uh, listeners of this program like to keep up to date on Dr. Holmes' treatment and his cancer treatment. Tell us where you are this week.
2: Well, our plan was to have surgery uh, on uh, on Tuesday uh, last week a week ago and then, he canceled that Monday night at 11, called us and said, I can't, uh, I've, got, I've been rechecking the, the, the films and uh, I think there's a single artery that comes off the, the other major artery that puts it right through the middle of the tumor and if we can't get it and peel it off, then you need a vascular support uh, to redo that and uh, we just, we're not ready for it and I'm afraid uh, there's danger there, so uh, I'm gonna see if I can get you into the Mayo Clinic, which he did the next two days later. And the Mayo Clinic guy said, "You know, we—I uh, have the paper. It'll be—it'll pr- be printed sometime in the next several months. But we have 150 people just like you, and uh, going with more chemo seems to give before the surgery is a real advantage. And I'm also going to irradiate the heck out of it. And so, it'll be—we'll put this all off for five months or so."
0: Can you fit in your saline during that five months? I
2: happened to put that point right to that doctor. And I he figured says, <laughs> that
0: was more important to you than the surgery.
2: <laughs> I can work with you. All right. And I thought, yeah, so I've got it exactly figured out. And I just sent a letter, note to my oncologist in Sioux Falls, the Avera uh, Cancer Center. Excuse me. And he said, okay, we'll do it, no problem.
0: So you mm. will get to sale in January.
2: And uh, I'm just trying to figure out the timing. But I think I'm not going to get um, three doses of chemo. in you know, will just get in two, and then there'll be a three-week respite, and then back to it. I'm going to take uh, five more rounds. I've had, and I'm right in the middle of the first round, so I'm halfway through this um, eight-round, extra rounds of chemo plan. So uh, we just we're going to get an extra. We got the chemo done today. I got. I'm a little irpy. <laughs> and uh, the prednisone that they give you to keep you being from, from being sick from the chemo uh, kept me up all night last night. So I'm, I missed my morning read and dry and uh, writing spree. Uh, so, But you made it here. But and I made it to the radio. For stage. the
0: people no. who know and love you, you're looking really
2: good. amazing, yes.
1: You,
0: we ah. n- if anyone saw you, they would. other than your hair being a little thinner, Hair's a little you thinner. don't look any different. You just look <laughs> as healthy as can hair be. Hair
2: looks pretty bad.
0: No, it doesn't look bad. Now you're going to sound like my husband. Uh, No, Bob says no. Ed was so (laughs) sensitive about his hair thinning and thinning, and about five years ago... We were at the lake, I think, and uh, our grandson came up to him and said, "Poor Papa, he got no <laughs> hair." <laughs> <laughs> and it occurred to add, if this grandson really cares that much, it's okay to have thinning hair. So yeah, okay. he still yeah. has his hair; it's just oh, somewhat thin. thin. It's right. A, right, and that's yeah. where I'm at.
2: And
1: you're
0: looking great. Other
1: you know, than I have thin hair. I would just pop in with thank you for sharing, Rick, because I think every place I go, everybody asks me. I went to Lewis Drug yesterday. To get some stamps, and three people caught me there. How'd the surgery go? How are things going? So, right. thank every you for being so Hy-Vee,
0: Every <laughs> aisle in I am stopped. Just tell me. I know you know how he's doing. <laughs> <laughs> so he's looking That's good. Nice. He's doing good. And That's we got nice. our first caller. we get to it. the yeah, first question? Yeah. Okay. Uh, w- one of the listeners called in with an interesting question. What's the best time for a senior to take their baby aspirin? Is there a good time? Now explain why she's take she or he is taking baby well, aspirin. Well, there are
2: two re- good reasons to take aspirin. Uh, and the right dose is that question, of course. Uh, But pretty much I've settled in on 81 milligrams, in my opinion.
0: Which is the low-dose baby. Which
2: is a quarter of a regular aspirin or a single baby aspirin. And uh, I I think the major thrust to do that is that it really does reduce colon polyps. If there's any history of colon cancer in your family, a baby aspirin, seems to do it and they did the studies to find the d- right dose for that and they found that a baby aspirin was twice as effective as a full aspirin and nothing else works uh, not high v- fiber diet uh not uh, uh, you know any er, uh, herbs or spices or oils or lack of oils or whatever it's the aspirin the most effective anti um, polyp and thereby, therefore anti colon cancer medicine uh, there's also the other reason for a baby aspirin, and that is the, the, uh, the chance of hypercoagulability that comes with aging. Hypercoagulability, meaning over clotting. If you look at what happens in the nursing home, 80% of the people in the nursing home, and this is, m- for the most part, a very elderly people who are pretty much limited in their mor- more mobility. If you look at how they die, 80% of them die from a clot. And it, it happens that our ability to prevent clotting uh, gets weaker and weaker as we get older. And, and we become, just by uh, acquiring certain coagulable problems, uh, many of us get hypercoagulable. And so those 80% die of a stroke of the brain, a, stro- a clot of the brain, a clot of the heart, a clot of the leg, a clot of the kidney, a clot of the GI tract, a clot somewhere. It, it kills people off in the end. And, and pretty quickly so maybe that's a blessing Uh, but it's the way it is and if you're not ready to to leave this mortal coil then it's a good idea to probably take that baby aspirin starting at 50. Now the heart attack prevention um, thing uh, is uh, with its risk too though because you can bleed if you're taking an aspirin and so many people have said if you don't have a lot of heart attack or clotting risk factors in your family then don't take a baby aspirin because it r- it raises the risk of bleeding about equal to the ty- amount that it decreases the clot. Uh, but I think if there's a lot of heart attack in your family, I'd start at 50. Uh, and oh, the colon polyp issue, we should all get a colonoscopy at 50. Mm-hmm. And then if you have polyps, which a third do, certainly be on a baby aspirin. W- well, a- that's Carrie, would a you add in? But you that know, what? she she'd
0: still ask what time of day she should take it. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's the question. <laughs> Great information, but what time of day?
2: Yeah, it doesn't matter, I don't
1: think. It doesn't
2: matter. the yeah, so
0: morning,
1: noon, night, whenever you know oh. that
0: you'll remember yeah. it each day, take it. Head.
2: That's okay. it.
1: But, you know, I would just add there, take it with food. I'm one of these people that has a delicate stomach. I can't just pop anything anytime. If I were to take a baby aspirin on an empty stomach, it would bother me. So... Take it with whichever meal you want to take it with, and I think that makes a big difference. Um, one other thing I would throw out, what about, you know, as we get older, we get aches and pains, we take Tylenol or a little Motrin or a little this or a little that. So that day, do you skip your baby aspirin?
2: Right, and that's a good question. I, I think that uh, for the most part, I don't recommend a regular ibuprofen, naproxen, as, uh, big dose of aspirin because I, I like the idea of using that low dose to be effective. And we don't know. Uh, we think it negates it, uh, the anti-clotting anti-clot- effect if you go higher than, you know, 325. And so um, the the answer to that one is I'd rather avoid a lot of ibuprofen. But if you need an ibuprofen here and there, I think, okay. I just, just stay on your regimen of an aspirin daily. So so take, I, oh, take take your top.
1: aspirin anyway. Right. Even if you take something yeah. else. Because take of it? And just take it with food, as Carrie said.
0: So. Yep. All good advice. You know we're due for our second break. We appreciate that call. Any other questions, give us a call. We'll be at 692-1430, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Prairie Doc Radio. We're happy to have you listening today. In the studio with me today are both Dr. Holm and Carrie Apino. Uh, Carrie Hedberg. I'm sorry. I do live in the past, Carrie. No, Carrie
1: Hegberg, <laughs> I mean,
2: How long have you
1: been Carrie Hegberg? Uh, about thirteen years. Thirteen years.
0: Okay. Yeah. I'm a little slow years. on this. Slow on this. Right. I
2: remember when that romance was going on. Oh. <laughs> oh.
0: Well, he's a romantic type guy. I've met him now. He, uh, he really
2: is. he is, he is I think person. he's just what a what sweetheart. He'd
0: win anyone over. God. Watch out, Carrie. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, you know, it's cold weather out there, Dr. Holm, and this really does affect people greatly. Do you have any advice to people in this cold, cold weather?
2: Right, this is an interesting thing, too, because the chemotherapy that I'm taking has platinum in it. You know, it's uh, oxyplatin along with uh, two other drugs, 5-FU and irinotecan. Uh, uh, so I've got a combination of three drugs, but the it's the oxyplatin that makes this horrible, horrible, cold intolerant neuropathy. So, at, at one time, right now, for example, cold drink make, just explodes up mouth of pain. My parotid glands just, you know, just squeeze down and scream. And so, you you kind of have to worry about cold when, because as soon as your hands hold a cold beer, for example, your hands just go terribly painful. So, um, and you can't drink the cold beer because it's. So
0: you're heating up your beer these days.
2: So I've been drinking <laughs> lukewarm beer. <Okay. laughs> That's something. Well, all right. Uh, but my wife is allowing me to um, eat whatever I want right now because she wants me to keep my weight, and my weight is, bopped down 15 pounds with that all that early diagnosis, and I'm back to my normal weight. <coughs> but back to the question the, the cold, cold, cold really becomes something to you during that first week after chemo which is right now for me so I've been I've been uh, working at uh, bundling up I went uh, and bought uh, at runnings the most plush plush fat thick warm gloves that I could find which sometimes is good enough when you walk to cooks and back uh, but uh, and boots, uh, warm boots, warm boots, as as uh, our good host here Bob says. <laughs> so I think that's that's it. I I, w- I would say the most important thing about this weather is to be prepared, and to be prepared with enough clothing. And sometimes the big lesson is um, left enough loose clothing, and layering uh, is the take home. Loose clothing. If you wear a pair of. Uh, uh, Three pairs of socks, and you put them in a tight pair of shoes. The tight pair of shoes just wipes out all the advantage of the fluffiness of the socks, and you get cold feet. It's a uh, Everyone who has been outside in boots knows that you get a really um, looser pair of boots. I got one of those, uh, what are they called? Uh, Type of boot? A boot that Keith Rounds advised me to get, and I just love them. You pull them on, and you're gone. I mean, you don't have to work your... your uh, it's you can get them out at the um, uh, uh somewhere in Birkins.
0: Right. Bogs?
1: Are they like bogs. Moon?
2: Oh, bogs! bogs. Okay. I've not heard bogs bogs. of bogs. And you can buy the, B-O-G the bogs are sold out at Rend at Rent or R- no Ramsdell
0: sells. Sells. Oh, yeah. sells them. All right.
2: So you can go get bogs at Ramsdell's. I, that's a free advertisement. But yeah. I've just been very impressed by the bogs. You must know. Uh, I must like them,
0: too. Yeah, he's wearing them. (laughs) He knows bags. You know, another thing I've discovered, when you talked about socks, we'll put another plug in for Fergan's. Nothing like supporting all of our local (laughs) businesses, but Fergan's has smart socks, smart wool, smart wool socks. I don't know if you've ever gotten them. They're lightweight, but they really hold the warmth, unless you're allergic to wool. You would just love these smart socks. You're so surprised because you think of wool as being thick scratchy. and happy and scratchy. Mm-hmm. These things are amazing. I've got a pair on right now. Oh. I just love them. They're warm.
2: Well, there Very you go. Very nice. I'm, I'm.
0: So we're supporting all our local businesses yes, and we, we need to take our next break. Oh. And we'll be back right, right. after these words. Welcome back to Prairie Deck Radio. Well, have we supported enough local programs? To yeah. local, local businesses. Places. I, uh, Just shop I local. Love right? Shop Shopping local, local is a good can. thing.
2: Go to Fergusons and check them out. I, 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 that's our, the best. Uh, it's a men's and women's store, and we, it's local. And there are other women, men and women's stores in town. Shop local shop first. Local. If you need to go somewhere else, okay. But you know what? Let's go local. So <clears throat> one of the things that we were talking about, cold, dressing for the cold. Uh, and Bob was talking about getting a pair of sic- silk socks. Uh, I, my wife has been uh, buying me silk uh, sleeping wear, which I wear out pretty quickly. It's, you know, and, and then you can have really nice silk uh, summer wear that doesn't weigh much. Uh, but he, she also got me a pair of silk long underwear. Uh, and my cousin Bob, uh, who is Mr. Manly Man, you know, and you know, he just says, Oh, I put on my silks, and then I put on my over, my pants over that, and then I'm in, I'm fine." They really, it really Manly does. Men, wear Manly Men wearing underwear. silk <laughs> Okay. And I thought I better add that because people are listening, to me wondering what kind of a Manly Man this guy is. But right. I'm now just
0: Manly Men. Uh, manly
2: Men are warm and stay warm. <laughs> stay and warm. he's got his...
0: Mm-hmm. Bob is Bob's really ready for the cold. He's Woo-hoo! got the boots. It's, it's one so below this
2: morning. Underwear.
1: It's cold. It is just plain well, cold. I had a pair of those silk ones, yeah. um, and I've worn them out now, but they really are wonderful stuff, and they're so lightweight, and yeah. they're just right close to you know to if you your can your buy
2: room. them in town? N-
1: those not did sure. not come from in town. Yeah, I so know.
2: No. I think it's... Uh, I don't know. That was internet. It was an I think. Okay.
1: Amazon.com yeah. thing, probably. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Dirty word to local <laughs> retailers. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> well also it's a dirty word to the sales tax collection in South Dakota. You really? know, we're down, I don't know how much because of if unless a store is also located in South Dakota, they cannot charge sales tax on the internet. Right. So if you order from you know, like there's Macy's are in South Dakota. So you get you pay sales tax internet. But if you order internet from a store that like Nordstrom's is not in South or Dakota. LLB, so you don't pay here any sales tax. So yeah. it really hurts. They're they're working on that. And I wish our state legislature would work on something like that to, yeah. to effect a change to that because we need the sales tax right here in South
2: Dakota. We could use it.
1: But I think right. it's an honor system, isn't it? I mean, you know you should pay it. And I just say that because when I was a deacon at the church, our treasurer, would always go through all those little receipts and very conscientiously go and send in sales tax. Really? If we ordered music or whatever we did. Yeah, uh-huh. took so care I f- of it. figure it must be an honor system. So I don't know.
0: I don't <laughs> I don't <laughs> I don't it may work music. at a church, but it doesn't work for the average person ordering things. S-
2: speaking of music, I yes. want to tell you one of the joyful things that happens to me most every week on Tuesday night is the. The Hopeful Spirit Chorale, and it is a group of of mixed co- choir, uh, and um, we have probably oh, 50 songs that are just you know your old hymns, the ones that everybody knows, that are very familiar and comforting to many people, and uh, and and it's four part harmony because it's a S S A T, or S S T B B tenor bass, S A T B. Um, a soprano uh, all tenor, tenor bass yeah. and base. so uh you end up with uh a choir last night we had 23 uh la- the week before the most we've ever had it we had 37 but <laughs> normally we have 15 to 20 uh uh people come and that's and w- in this uh season we're singing christmas carols and so it's just a joy to to uh, sing We sang at the hospital last night and sang for two people that are in comfort care uh, and another uh, three other people on North Circle that are just kind of stuck there in the hospital and uh, uh, so I just I, I can't tell you we just sing the songs we get together at eight we're, or seven o'clock we're done at eight and it is one of those moments where well and Carrie's in the choir. What do you think about that?
1: You know, and I, I think the, the the joy of being in it and singing is probably greater for us almost than it is for the rest of them. I mean, they always, you know, thank us and tell us how wonderful it was. But, but there is something about just blending your voices together and singing those old traditional songs, um, especially wonderful at Christmas feeling. time, going caroling. You know, and doing that. They I say, "Now, well, who
2: who are you?" And my answer is, just. A bunch of people from all denominations and and people
0: uh, with a hopeful spirit yeah there just you go. Pe- people yeah. with a hopeful spirit. If someone you know you've talked about this on the program if someone would like to join you what would they do to join you Just well, show up
2: they I think uh, see if you can connect with one of the members w- because That'd be good. that um, uh, I there's probably a hundred people on the email list and I send out an email uh, generally uh, the day or two before the the sing to make sure that uh, we've got a place to go. And and then the day of, I often will do a second one that reminds everybody where we're going to be. Uh, and often we meet at the Methodist Church just because it's easy parking. Right. Easy, easy parking. It's close to where I'm at. We've got permission from them to use their <laughs> sanctuary to practice. So we s- that use their old sanctuary and uh, practice at 7, and then we leave at 7, Twenty and we arrive somewhere and sing for a half an hour and we're done.
0: Okay, and And then uh, Tuesday night. But just
2: find out for sure. It's Tuesday nights, one hour, and uh, you know we don't do too too much fancy stuff. We have absolutely no accompaniment. Uh, We just have me on a on a on a tuning. Uh,
0: harmonica thing type?
2: and yeah. uh, it's really I'm not very good I mean you know the only thing I've got is the enthusiasm that's what <laughs> you
0: you've saying. always had that say so <laughs> talking about enthusiasm tomorrow night we're going to have a pre-recorded program that you recorded oh back in September I think but it's new to the uh, television listening audience and it's about modern cancer treatments
2: you know and it was pre-diagnosis of cancer for me. So oh,
0: you did this program before you had been diagnosed, right? You know the, the
2: essay that was mm-hmm. in the newspaper Monday was the essay that go is the essay that goes with this show, which I wrote last
0: pre-diagnosis
2: August September mm-hmm. August September and right. uh, uh, pre-diagnosis. So the following uh, recorded show, which we were doing because we don't have students to be our camera people, so we recorded another show. I think it was in uh, October. Well, it was just after the cancer diagnosis. And I wrote another essay. So you're gonna get two cancer, cancery kind of sad essays in a row. It
0: wasn't sad. I read that, I thought it was the most beautifully written treatise Thank on you. facing death. It was just beautiful. Well, and I thought, I wonder if you wrote this before. Now I know you did. Yeah, I
2: did. Dave Dodson had passed away with, I mean, unbelievable courage. I mean, he looked at he faced it. He had a smile, he had a sense of humor. Uh, and I didn't hear him uh, whimper once, except to say, the ke- "This chemo really d- knocks you down." <laughs> <laughs> and
0: like and you oh, agree with him now. He, I know exactly he what he was yeah, getting.
2: You know, right. he's getting what I'm getting. So, hmm. <coughs> but I just have to say that I wrote that essay before I had that diagnosis, and so it was to say, uh, to talk, to talk about Dave and What a good. Good man, he would give the shirt off his back for any of his friends. And you
0: know, Well, most of us are touched by cancer, either friends or family, and its I think it'd be a really good program for people to catch tomorrow night. You're going to just not talk about cancer, but also uh, how surgery has changed, different things that have, yeah. n- the new things that are going on with right. cancer treatment.
2: Right, and the following week I talk about my cancer, but this week.
1: Okay,
0: this week not. No.
1: So there's okay. a jazz concert going on tomorrow night too that some Ooh. of us are all going to. Where so is that? if we. At the Swift Towel? Oh. The Hague brothers? Oh, yes, yes, yes. So if we miss it, how do we pull it up and look at it later?
2: You can Devo it or DVD it, or you can go to the Internet on Monday and find it under prairiedoc.org.
0: Okay, we have a website, Monday. prairiedoc.org. And on that website, you will have the previous programs and also this, this Thursday's break. program. and but the I usually tape shows. it and the radio. Oh, the radio shows, of course. Okay, we have run out of time, but we do hope you've enjoyed our Prairie Doc radio program. And we'll listen again for Prairie Doc, brought to you by the Avira Medical Group, Brookings. As always, as we just said, you can hear and see more from Doctor Home online at prairiedoc.org. Thanks, Rick, and thank you, Carrie, for being with us. Great show. Thank you both. Thank you, welcome. Stay warm.
2: Thank you, Carrie, and stay healthy.